Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Hey, quick question for you. Uh, If you have gotten the book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires, first and foremost, thank you. I know it's nearly 300 pages jam-packed of exciting stories. I am anxiously waiting for early feedback. Uh, This was a year of my life. I think, uh, I think we did something special in the real estate game. I think we created a book that is greatly needed but never done. However, my opinions simply do not matter. I would love to hear from you. If you are a couple of chapters in, if you've read about our first, second, third stories, if you could just send me an email or direct message, let me know, thumbs up, thumbs down. I just don't know. I'm... I'm kind of dying waiting on pins and needles. Um, Again, my opinion doesn't matter. I think we did it, but I need to hear from you, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my uh, self-talk and kind of, maybe it's just off. So uh, I'd love to hear from somebody. Uh, Those folks out there reading through it, just send me a note. Let me know, good, bad, or ugly. Just just be real. I'd love to hear from you. On top of that, we have two more people to congratulate. I should have done this yesterday, but I forgot. So let's congratulate Carolyn and Stefan. Uh, your cards will go out tonight. Again, Carolyn and Stefan. I'm sorry, not tonight, this afternoon, whenever the mailman comes. So that is that. Uh, and then second, um, or third, I guess, I did see Reventure Consulting put out a yet another crash video. Uh, I want to thank everybody who sent it to me. I think I'm up to 51 or 52. 52 of you, just in 24 hours, said, Hey, Michael, let me know what you think of this. I have stopped doing reviews on ReVenture Consulting. He is always negative. It is always crash. He has beautiful charts, but often takes that much of data, blows it out to this much, Uh, I don't know that the young man actually owns any real estate. I don't know if he's old enough to have experienced a real estate cycle, let alone a business cycle. So, no, uh, I am not going to review yet another crash video. I think we just got to call him the crash guy. Eventually, you start calling crash enough, you're eventually going to be right, right? A broken clock is uh, right twice a day. So, I'm 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 just not going to do it. 52 people asked not going to do it. Maybe we'll do it on a live stream on Saturday if somebody asks. I'll give my feelings, but uh, I'm not going to create another video that says, well, you've only got part of the data and you don't have this and you don't have that. And for the record, folks, the world is not full of boom and bust or boom and crash. We can have just an economy going up, going down, contracting, expanding. It's been going on for decades. We've only had one Great Depression one great recession in a hundred years. So it doesn't always have to crash. All right. 
Next up, the daily financial news. I got a couple of things. Where are we going to go? We'll start at the top. Yeah, we'll start at the top. What the heck? Uh, saw that Tricon Residential. Uh, this is a big Wall Street. Uh, actually, I think it, I think they're in Canada, actually. Uh, their CEO came out and said, the CEO, Gary Berman. Never heard of him before. Uh, but he came out and said that single family homes are likely the best asset right now. Specifically, single family home rentals. Now, obviously, that speaks to my heart. It talks my book. Granted, totally get it. Totally get it. Uh, but they own uh, 33,000 homes across the Sunbelt. Uh, they actually are looking, I'm sorry, across the Sunbelt, 25,000. In the U.S., 33,000. Uh, they are now looking to go from 25,000 to 50,000 single-family rentals. Wow. On top of that, it looks like Blackstone is pouring money into Tricon. Uh, Blackstone, Blackstone, in my opinion, are the best collection of real estate investors out there. Sam Zell did his thing in the 80s, became the grave dancer. But I believe right now that Blackstone, specifically their real estate arm, are the best real estate investors out there. They get access to the best deals. They have the most money. They have the most relationships. I think they're at the very top. And to see them pouring in, what's the number? Another $45 million into Tricon tells me that they're doing something well. So again, I do agree with this. And actually, I have been saying that single-family home rentals are the best asset for at least a year now. I've been telling you it's the 30-year money. It's artificially low rates. It's inflation. The good news is you can go back a year, maybe 14 months, and Mike Zuber has been saying single-family rentals are the best for the average person. So I agree with it. I realize he's saying something I've already said. I get it. But hey, it felt good to read it. And yeah. It's okay to be right. It's okay to be good. I'll pat myself on the back. That's okay. I uh, don't know if you saw this, uh, but I actually had some friends flying over the weekend for a couple of events, and they were hit hard by this Southwest Airlines, um, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Sick out. Uh, they, they blamed weather and uh, air traffic control where no other airline did that. Seemed kind of suspect. It really looks like what happened there is Southwest was already uh, suffering from not enough employees, and then they went about uh, having a uh, vax mandate, and uh, their pilots and other operators had what I'll call a organized sick out. I'm not really sure what to call it. I don't know what they would call it, uh, but it certainly seems like a lot of people at Southwest Airlines were sick on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they had 2,000 flights canceled on Saturday and Sunday alone. Uh, they have another 347 already canceled today. Uh, this, these are the Southwest Airlines uh, employees um, messing with uh, transportation. And if you're on a Southwest flight uh, today, tomorrow, uh, I don't know. You might want to change that ticket because I've been, I've been stuck on the road uh, back in the day, a lot. I remember getting stuck in Germany and Frankfurt once. Horrible days. Oh, horrible. Uh, another thing we just got to realize is that um, specifically in the United States, uh, we are going to suffer some stock outages, likely like we haven't seen before. I worked in retail for over a decade when I was a teenager in my early 20s while going to college. 
we occasionally had stockouts specifically on goods that we were, you know, selling. Hey, we we got this drill, or because I worked in a hardware store, like uh, selling Craftsman tools, right? This drill is out of stock because we already sold it, and you know those kinds of things. And we gave a rain check and all of that. We're gonna have a different kind of um, stockouts, and this is going to lead to even more inflation. Let me play it for you. You're a retailer, supermarket, retailer, whatever it is. And you could sell a hundred of some widget, some food item. You get 27 of them. You want a hundred, you get 27. What do you do? What would you do? Well, most businesses will simply raise the price of 27 because they know they have pricing power. There are a demand for 100 and a supply of 27. So you raise the price 5%, 10%, 15%, whatever it is. And eventually, you find a point where 27 or 30 or whatever the number is buys your good. This is going to happen. And in the world of economics, what we will talk about here is switching cost and doing without. Because what will happen in the 100 example is some of those people will see rising costs and they will switch. This is the classic, hey, if beef's too expensive, we'll buy chicken argument. Switching cost is real, right? There are nearly as good options. If you don't want that drill, maybe you go buy this drill or you know whatever the example is for you. In addition to switching costs, there is doing without. You could just say, you know what, honey, we're not having a steak today. We're not having milk or whatever. That is a, uh, typically speaking, is a short-term thing, right? You do without your steak or your whatever it is for a day or two or a week or whatever it is, depending on the good or item, and eventually you need it or you've got to have it or whatever the right vernacular is. And then you just pay up and you take it from somewhere else. And then, of course, you have the 27 folks in my earlier example that pay up. This is inflation, it is real, and oh, by the way, it's going to hurt for a while. Uh, these people talking about transitory are just flat out wrong. On top of that, what we are about to experience is very 1970s-like. We are about to see a wage inflation cycle like we have never seen before. I believe wages have just started. I shared with you an example of a restaurant just the other day, and this is why, again, I think re-venture consulting is wrong. The business cycle is real. You are a business owner, in this case a restaurant, and you can't find wait staff, bussers, cooks, whatever they are, whatever you need to run a restaurant. You can either compete with everybody else at 15 or 17 bucks an hour, or you can jack up the wages to 25. You can have your selection of all the applicants. You can have the best of the best if you pay 25 versus 17. Businesses will figure this out. Businesses will wage salaries and people will be feeling good. I got this $25 an hour being a first-time waiter or busser, or whatever it is. But then you and I, the consumers who want to eat out at restaurants, will go to this new place where everybody's making $25 or more, and we will see price increases of 30%. This is a real-world example. We talked about it yesterday. This is going to go on and on and on. We are about to see wage inflation ripple up the stack of all service-based businesses. This is uh, 
going to be years in the making. And if you don't remember and you haven't gotten the 50-year spreadsheet, which I give you for free in the course link below, I forget what my free course is called, but it's linked below and it's in the paid course, of course, uh, will lead to real estate prices that increase. Because what is real estate based off of? It is based off of payment. It is based off of payment. So uh, something to watch again. Look at the 1970s. Who won the 70s? It's the people who bought housing in 1970 and held on to 1979. Lowest interest rate. Real estate doubled, rent more than doubled, mortgage payments stayed the same. The recipe is right there for you. Looks like we are going to have a very, very messy November in Washington, D.C. Just realized that we have several things going on by December 3rd, which I think are going to rankle the markets. Uh, obviously, if you don't know already, I think we're doing it today. It might be tomorrow. The debt ceiling will officially be raised by 400 and. $80 billion buying time till December 3rd, uh, at which point uh, it is very clear that the uh, that Mitch will not be uh, pitching in to help uh, raise it again. So that means budget reconciliation. We also have the hard and soft infrastructure programs being debated about. And also, if you don't know, the federal government's budget uh, was just pushed to December 3rd via a continuing resolution. Uh, so it looks like December 3rd has been uh, become an important date, and I can't imagine the nonsense that we, you and I are going to experience in Washington, D.C. Does it feel like Washington, D.C. sometimes become grade school, right? Like just these are like 50 and 60-year-olds acting like 7 and 8-year-olds sometimes, but I don't know. Maybe that's just how it works. Don't know if you saw this, but Goldman Sachs, somebody that I respect in Wall Street, uh, went ahead and cut the U.S. GDP forecast again. This is notable because it's the second time in two months. Uh, and if you don't know already, I think the uh, real GDP growth will actually be negative. Um, but yeah, Goldman Sachs cut it again. Don't know if you saw this, and this is why this earnings season is important. We're going to see if we've already had peak earnings. We're going to see how inflation is hitting everyone. I just want to bring back FedEx. We talked about FedEx, I think it was two or three weeks ago. Remember, they talked about um, labor costs and transportation and gas and all of these things that really hit their bottom line and they lowered forecasts into the future. FedEx was hit by an 8% drop. So it is going to be interesting to see how restaurants and retail and others that now that uh, it's time to, time to talk about Q3, uh, how they have done. And then the last thing I want to talk about is Social Security uh, could very likely have the largest cost of living increase in the last 40 years. Again, this is the signs of the 70s. I'm going to get obnoxious repeating that. I have a funny feeling. It looked like it could go up at least 6%, might go up 6.4%. This might feel good, but it really shouldn't. If you're on a fixed income and it went up 6% and everything around you goes up 8 or 10, are you really better off? The answer quite simply is no. You are not better off. This is where we are at. And oh, by the way, of course, we want to spend more money in this environment, which will only make inflation worse and go longer. Uh, and lastly, I did find one more thing. It looks like there is a yet another Chinese developer in trouble. This one called Modern Land. They uh, have missed a $250 million bond payment. 
and are asking their lenders for more time. The Chinese property market is in trouble. There is a bubble. The bubble has popped. We are, we are watching a long series of years and decades of mismanagement over leverage occurring right now. It, uh, it's going to take a while to unwind. Unfortunately, the Chinese citizens are going to be hurt the most. And I believe they are changing behavior right now. They are going to conserve. They're going to lead China into a recession. And it is going to be... It's going to be bad. It could be like our version of the Great Recession. It has just started and it is gaining steam. So I hope you have uh, enjoyed the time. Do me a favor. If you're still watching and you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. I always forget to ask for it. We do a daily financial show every day at 7.30, except on Thursdays we do them at 7. Uh, I have two years of uh, or more of doing this. In addition to that, we talk to eight multimillionaires every week and we put out, we average five videos a day. Most of my videos are very positive because, again, even in this market, you can make money. You can do good deals. You can, you can use inflation. You can't beat it, but you can join it. And I'm telling you how every single day. So, again, I suggest instead of complaining about inflation, we, we use it together. We let inflation be the wind at our sails, and we just enjoy the wave just like the home buyers in 1970 did. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.